Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Today I am super excited to bring a new conversation to the table and one that I had with my good friend George Lizos recently. So we were talking about things happening with ease and things flowing and how actually it's surprising how much we manifest through difficulty and how we expect things to be hard or to be difficult or to be a big lesson or something like this. When actually sometimes when you haven't done your inner work, it can manifest as sabotaging, it can manifest as many different things. So I thought this is such a good discussion to have today about how do we draw the line between what's a lesson, what is just learning and growth, And what is self-sabotaging because we expect things to be hard in life. And it's such an interesting one because I can 100% relate to this in terms of all areas of my life. You know, in the past when things have just happened so easily, it's because I've done the inner work. But when before things would happen easily, I would resist. There would be this resistance and almost this like sabotaging energy where I was like, but it's too easy. And this is why a lot of people struggle to manifest and also struggle to sustainably keep those manifestations as well. And this is what I talk about in Positively Wealthy is how it's not about just manifesting the desire because actually that's the easiest part. It's about being sustainable with the desire in a way that means you keep it. So it's not about just manifesting that thing and then not being in, I guess, in the right place to maintain and keep it. But it's actually looking and saying, okay, can I manifest this one? And second, can I sustainably keep this in my life? Am I that version of myself who has that desire and who is aligned to that, where that can work out for me or progress forward, etc.? And I remember this so much with my book, ironically, um, because it was written about in the book as well, that I, I think I had that almost, not trauma, but I guess that past experience of being rejected so many times in my book proposal 
that when Watkins just dropped into my inbox one day, the day I literally like prayed for a miracle as such on what I was meant to do with the distribution because I was listening to my intuition. Um, so a bit of context, if, if you're not familiar with that story, is I... I knew this book was going to do well and I was like it has to be distributed properly I can't go through the same route that I did with my first book Spiritual Queen so I explored all the options took my inspired action was like forcing as always to make this happen and like honor my intuition and what I sensed and what the universe was telling me but I was hitting all of these roadblocks so I gave up, I surrendered, I let go and was like, right universe, show me what you've got because clearly what I'm doing is not working at all. And the very same day at 3 p.m., along the angels delivered and Watkins dropped into my inbox and were like, Eva, we want you to write a book on money and law of attraction. Would you like to do it? And I was like, well, I've got a whole manuscript, ironically. So yes, I would love to do this. And the rest is history, as they say. But going along that process and then having the book deal on my table, on the table as such, a week later, was everything I'd ever wanted. And then the thought patterns that started to come in with that of, was like, you know, well, surely this should be harder. Like, surely they should be like critiquing me in some way or like telling me to change something because that is what had happened before. You know, it was like, the book's not good enough. You need to change this. You need to change this about yourself. All these different things. And Watkins were like, no, we want this as it is, we love you for who you are. And it was a really weird experience because, you know, that inner critic, that ego was then piping up, that inner child who was like, but this should be harder. And then it's almost like I energetically made it harder than it needed to be because then I was like, well, what happens if this goes wrong? What does it, it's the classic, we all do it, of when things seem easy, what's wrong? (laughs) And why do we do this as humans? Why do we do this? And this is what me and George are having a conversation about, is especially in relationships as well, of the way that things are portrayed in films, movies, you know, whether it's relationships, career, success, whatever it may be, there's always a struggle. Now, I'm not stupid, you know, we all have life lessons, we all have soul contracts to complete here with all of those things in, of course, if everything was a breeze and everything worked out perfectly for every single one of us every single time, well, what would we learn? We'd learn nothing. We would learn nothing and it would be pointless. This whole experience would be pointless. So of course, to some degree, yes, we are going to experience hardships and I'm sure there are so many people listening who throughout their lives, maybe their marriages, their careers have experienced hardships, but not sat in that trauma. And what we do as humans is obviously we're absorbing all this information of things being hard, things being tough, things being almost like not toxic, but things being difficult. And almost that's what you should strive for. So then when something's easy and when the universe bring something into our existence which is easy, flowing, positive, exactly like my book deal, you freak out. And it's like, well, why do we do this? Why do we? We want everything with ease and grace, yet when we get everything with ease and grace, there was a problem. And this is what took me on my Positively Wealthy journey. I know I had it once I signed the book deal, but really, you know, that inner work started way before when I started writing Positively Wealthy, gosh, a year and a half ago. And it's interesting because what that stems down to is that inner work, is that inner work and that conditioning, which makes us believe that things are hard and that things, 
can't be easy and that it what if it's too easy am I even grateful for it is it worth having if it's too easy and I again was having a conversation with George earlier this year about my work ethic as well of I even have a quote above my computer right now it says success comes to those who work their ass off and if you had to define me in any quote that would be the quote of my life that I have worked my ass off for absolutely everything and don't get me wrong it's incredibly rewarding and I'm super grateful that I have that work ethic and drive and motivation of course and have that in all areas of my life but I got to a point this year where I was like, do you know what? I don't need to do that anymore. I need to sit back and receive. I, you know, I I took into account co-creation more of going that 50% with my manifesting and with the universe. But I also thought, actually, do you know what? A lot of areas in your life have been tough. You've done your work. You've done enough. You need to manifest with ease and grace. You need to manifest from a place of allowing and doing less, but manifesting more. And this was my mantra that me and George were ironically laughing about of Emma does less, Emma attracts more. And George was on this little mission with me as well in his work. And I found that really easily, as soon as I started creating more space, taking a step back from my work, doing less, I was attracting more. Now I'm not saying that everybody should be doing this because obviously you do need to meet the universe halfway. There needs to be a certain level of motivation, you turning up and actioning, of course, because if you do nothing, then obviously, yeah, you can expect you're not going to, you know, manifest more money or whatever it is if you're doing nothing. So of course you still have to do your work, you still have to show up. But when I was taking my energy more out from work and putting it into other areas of my life, again, I found this ease and flow was flowing to me and it was so easy. And I thought, I don't need to stress about this. And I didn't have those anxieties or reservations that I would have had, you know, when I got the book deal or even before, because I'd done that inner work where I was like, no, it is okay for me to receive more, but do less. It's, I don't have to struggle. I don't have to be in that mindset where things have to be hard or things have to, you know, be a certain way to be worth it. And that really transforms a lot for me. It really transformed a lot for me. And I really wanted to talk about this today because going through that journey myself the last few months, I've seen so many amazing things happen and manifest, which are really happy things. And they're all easy. They're all good and happy and positive and easy. And this is what I'm saying we can have but we have to do that in a work which, you know, society has conditioned us with that things should be hard. Things should be difficult. Things aren't what they seem if they're good. And it's like, where do we get this freaking logic from? Like who sat down and was like, right, you must struggle for everything in your life. The universe never said this. <laughs> it was never ever in your soul contract to struggle. Of course, there are things in there, like I said, that we have to go through to shape who we are as a person, to get us to where we need to be on our life path. Of course, those things will always happen. But it, it but a lot of the time people become so conditioned by their experiences that then they almost project it onto their new experiences. They project it onto the new, they project it onto their new manifestations, meaning that when something happens, they don't know how to take it. So I very often go into shock mode when I manifested this house. Again, another perfect example of ease and grace and things just fell into place and it worked, it happened quickly and it was easy. And then I almost went into shock like, 
oh my God, it's like, that was really easy. But what did I do? Well, I let go and surrendered, obviously, but I surrendered. And I remember even with my book, I allowed. And it's, you know, I think a lot of it comes to future tripping as well of when those experiences happen, how you respond to them. So those ease and grace opportunities can manifest to you. But if your energy then projects out anxiety, future tripping, um, oh, why is it so easy? Oh, I don't trust this. Look at that energy again. You've instantly lowered your vibration, your vibes from that place where you were to manifest that ease and grace, but you've then lowered your vibes by freaking out and panicking, meaning that people self-sabotage so easily and then they're like, oh, well, look, I was right. And it's like, well, actually, no, you were basically the boulder in your own situation. Like if you would have allowed, if you had of, you know, done that inner work, caught those thoughts. And of course we're human. We're always going to have thoughts. We're always going to have those, you know, moments where we're like, hmm, okay. But it's how you deal with it. It's how you process that thought and how, where you go from there, your action from that. And I've done this before. I've sabotaged things before. And then it's like, oh, we'll see, you know, that happened and it's like well actually if I hadn't of <laughs> if I hadn't of sabotage I hadn't have gone down that Virgo spiral route of overthinking and over analyzing everything I could have just been really happy I could have just there would have been no stress and it's calling out your own bs of course it is calling out your own bullshit on this because only we are the ones who can do that and if you're listening to this and it is resonating with you then you've probably done it like I have <laughs> where you've got yourself in this spiral of future tripping or this spiral of whatever it may be and you're making it hard work when it didn't need to be hard work. So what I did to work with this because obviously once you witness this it's about working from that place of how we reprogram that conditioning or work from that place to heal whatever it is and I realised that a lot of it came from my childhood. I always say this most things result back to inner child work but in this case, I was not wrong again. And for me, it resulted back in my childhood of, you know, I had such hardworking parents, like such hardworking parents. And because I saw my dad go through so many difficulties with his business um, and lose, you know, he'd lost his business and things. I guess for me, I had to give myself that stability. And then because I had, because I think a lot of challenges in my younger years as well, forced me to be so motivated and always have like a controlling nature. Like I've always said this, I've always been a manic manifesto. I've always naturally been more in my masculine energy, not because I want to be, just because I was, um, where I was forcing, not flowing, where that, that part of me that wanted to control felt safe. And that's what it stemmed down to. So when I worked backwards and worked through the years and worked upon where this ethic, this mindset came from of I have to work hard to receive nice things or abundance or love, whatever it was. I could see these patterns playing out time and time again in in so many different, you know, my previous relationships, work, money, success, everything. Now don't get me wrong, it really brings me a lot of joy to work hard for what I do because I love what I do with my whole heart and it brings me so much passion to do it every single day and wake up and live my purpose and help people and help people feel good. Like who wouldn't love to do that? But it's taking a step back and saying, look, you can do your job, Emma, but what are you trying to force here? It's looking at, you know, where do you draw the line with that? Where do you draw the line with 
I'm working because I need to do these things or I'm working because I believe if I put all of my energy in and focus everything. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary that that's where that success or that abundance comes from but then look at it that's also a lack mindset if we look at positively wealthy was that a positively wealthy mindset not at all because it's saying that I have to work hard and the universe can't meet me halfway because I am the only person who can make this happen so again that was another little one to uh to work with for me to again remind myself of I have a fantastic relationship with money but actually the work ethic was work hard. So I'm really, really pleased that me and George set this challenge this year of we do less and earn more. And we both had, we both set the task of doing a four day week. So Monday to Thursday, we would work and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'd be off. And with lockdown, obviously that all went tits up because like I was doing it amazingly and then lockdown happened. And I was like, well, I literally can't see anybody. I can't do anything. So I guess I guess I'll work, I guess I'll do something. So obviously when we started coming back out of lockdown in the summer, that was my challenge again of four day weeks. So we stuck to it and I noticed that again, I was creating the space for abundance in all areas of my life by doing this because I was able to focus my energy on other things. I was creating the space for other things to come into my life. Whereas I wasn't doing that before because my energy, my attitude and what I was putting my energy towards was clearly saying, work, work, work hard. And, you know, on the flip side, even in my personal life, you know, again, I was like, I don't want to work hard for this again because I don't need to. I can manifest with ease and grace and, you know, things can flow with ease and grace. And they do. They do. When you open up to that and work on that inner wound or patterning or conditioning that teaches us we have to work hard, 
And, you know, another thing as well is, like I said, with, like, movies, TV shows, like me and George were saying, like, you know, even in things like Sex and the City of, like, how they're portrayed that the woman must work so hard for this, like, amazing person to come into their life and it must be troublesome, it must be dramatic, it must be this. And you think how many people think that that is love. Now, obviously, you know, I understand that things happen, again you know soul contracts in place of situations and things that happen to get us to certain places to evolve us to grow us you know we would be naive to say that everything is always smooth and like there's no challenges but again you think that the sex and the city culture all of these films where there are always these hardships and massive dramatic breakups all these things. And again, I'm not here to slam anything. I'm not here to say that anything's right or wrong because only you as an individual can ever, ever decide that for yourself and your situation. But it's looking at, well, why does it need to be hard? Because it doesn't. And we were just having this fascinating conversation and I was like, but this can be applied to all areas, all abundance, all the things that we manifest because I can look back on so many things in my life and say, that could have been so much easier. Like I created so much stress for myself. It was that certain, like even with my book deal, there was nothing that was gonna sabotage that apart from myself. And I'm lucky I caught myself, but there was obviously hurdles where my friends were like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's a no brainer, what are you doing? And there was me thinking like, well, do I wanna do this? Like, oh my God. And I was like, but this is what you've prayed for. This is what you've manifested. Like what's the problem? And then there was that kind of soul ego conversation between me of like, well, what's the problem? And then me being like, but this could be the problem, but has that happened? No. So we are our own worst enemies sometimes for things and overthinking, overanalyzing, and also thinking that when things are easy, there's something wrong with it. We have to work on that patterning. We have to, because otherwise we block ourselves and create problems where there weren't problems. And it's all about flowing into that feminine energy. And since I've been able to like balance my feminine energy more and I guess manifest more from that place and flow more from that place instead of forcing things or forcing anything, any manifestation in my life or work or anything, oh my God, I feel 10 times better. (laughs) Like I feel less stressed. I feel happier. Things feel more abundant. Things feel happy. Things flow. And I'm like, well, this is good. Like, hey, why did I not know this before? So when you can look at that honestly within yourself and say, right, where have I been taught that things must be hard or things can't flow and be easy? You can build up from that space where you allow and work from that feminine flow. And it's a process. It's a leaning process, of course, just like letting go and surrendering, which ironically, if it was easy, then we wouldn't have this problem. But it is, you know, it's not meant to be hard. Like none of this is meant to be hard, like manifesting and receiving. They're not energies of tough, hard things. They're like gentle, flowing, abundant things. So even look at the energy of manifesting. We are the ones who stand in our own way. We are the ones who make it hard and we are the ones who can sabotage things that are easy and are flowing by having that inner work or those limiting beliefs or fears from the past or even that conditioning of, well, why would it be easy? 
because it's meant to be easy. Sometimes it's meant to be. Not everything is a tough lesson. Not everything is meant to be something that breaks you or is hard or tough. And I think as well, like the more I've stepped into that energy this year of receiving, of allowing, of flowing, not forcing, of again, that Emma does less, (laughs) Emma attracts more, it works. It works, but it only works if you're the 90% manifester. If you're the 10% who is not taking their inspired action, you probably do need to do a bit more. But if you're like me, who has that like, I must work hard ethic for everything in my life, which has been drilled into so many of us, and especially as a society as well of, you know, you're not successful if you don't work hard. You're not gonna achieve your goals if you don't work hard. Like, you know, even at school, I can remember teachers saying, you know, you're not going to get your grades if you don't work hard. And I still did and didn't get amazing grades. So all throughout our life, we're taught that hard work brings great results. Now, to some degree, yes, of course it does. Sometimes, yes, hard work, perseverance and faith absolutely does bring rewards but not everything has to be that hard. And we have to find that balance of when the universe wants to just bless us with ease and grace, and we just need to receive that, be grateful for that and be like, oh my God, how amazing does that feel? And then equally when we know that something is, you know, like I said, one of those soul experiences where we do need to go through a bit of hardship to learn something. But if you're like me and you've been through your soul lessons for like four years now, manifest some grace manifest some ease and work from that space of things can be easy do less attract more and it's such a great motto I'm so glad that me and George had these chats earlier this year because we've seen it in our lives whether it's work related money related or personal life related we've both been able to be like oh my god we were workaholics we needed to do this because look how great things are like we need to do this more So yes, I still want to work hard, of course. Yes, I'm still going to do all of my work. Don't worry, guys. I'm not just gonna like cut all my work out and be like, sorry, I'm not doing anything now and I'm that abundant. Of course not, because that would be stupid. You still have to show up. You still have to do your 50% of the work, but it's about doing it from a place of flow. You know, like even my work, doing it from a place of passion and flow where I love what I do and I'm doing it because I love it instead of I'm doing it to see results. I'm doing it to hit a target or see results or earn money. I'm doing it because it brings me joy. And I'm definitely in that space. Of course, you know, always have been, but money has always been a motivator or success has always been a motivator. And, you know, I think because I have worked my ass off for seven years of my life now, nearly eight years, in my own businesses to make it, to achieve things, to do things that I'm like, well, that could have probably happened a lot easier had I have not, had I have worked on that inner work earlier, but obviously it was meant to come up when it came up, of course. But again, realizing that not everything has to be hard, not everything has to be this drama or hard or difficult. Sometimes we're just meant to receive. Sometimes we're just meant to have happy things come into our life that are easy, that flow, that are just destined and just work. And I suppose that is a test in itself of whether you show up with the sabotaging and the, why is this so easy? This is something not right vibe. And whether you witness those sorts and say, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted all along. And this is what I wanted to manifest. And it's here and it's easy, and it feels good, and it's abundant, and flow from that place. 
And I think as well, keeping yourself in the present moment is the most important step in all of this because that is the only way you will step into that place and out of the self-sabotaging because the self-sabotaging inner child or ego is future tripping. That's all it's doing, it's future tripping. So get yourself grounded in nature, get yourself grounded into this present moment, focus on the present moment because in the present moment, are there challenges? No. In the present moment, is it difficult? Probably not. Are you future driven about things that could or may not ever happen? Probably. But when people start doing that, they're then, like I said, lowering their vibration, their vibes, to then unmanifest what they've manifested. Or again, it's not sustainable because they are in that fear mindset or they're in that lack mindset where they have to do that inner work. So if you are like me and are now gonna have your mantra of, well, not Emma, obviously use your own name, but Emma does less, Emma attracts more, as me and George did this year. And obviously big shout out to George for um, obviously helping me along this as well, of course. We've been doing it together. Um, I can see why I needed to do this because, you know, to create the space in our life for the things that we want, we have to create the space. We have to. It's, you know, if our life is full of work and, you know, like I said, our fo- both of our focuses were purely on work and pushing and not struggling, but just pushing and like putting energy in constantly. You know, we both said like, I mean, George is 30. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. Um, and obviously I'm 27 and we were like, yeah, we kind of don't want to do that anymore. We've done that for, and George has done it for a lot longer than I have as well. You know, we just thought it doesn't have to be this hard. It doesn't need to be, but we're making it this hard. <laughs> we're, we're the ones who are the boulders. We're the ones in our own freaking way. So I invite you and challenge you to set up your mantra. Um, even if you're the 10% manifester who's not doing the inspired action um, and it's like, you need to do more to attract more, Um, you know, set your mantras up and make it your theme because we weren't born to struggle. We weren't born to have that conditioning which has been given to us of things are hard work. Now, as we know, TV, films, etc., it wouldn't be a good plot line if everything went smoothly, but it doesn't mean that that's real life or that that's your reality. It doesn't have to be your story. It doesn't have to be your reality. So, see where you go with it, sit with that thought, challenge yourself today to think about what you can do to do less and attract more in your life. And please do let me know, please let me know how you get on with it. I've been testing this with a few of my clients actually, who um, one of my lovely clients, Sarah, who is very similar to me, she's coming on the podcast soon. Um, We joke about how similar our work ethics have been. And I'm like, well, we, you need to get on the bandwagon, Sarah, and be like, Sarah does less, Sarah attracts more. So I know there is a lot of hardworking entrepreneurs out there like us, like George, like me, who are doing the same and it doesn't have to be hard. Don't make it harder than it needs to be, basically. You know, allow yourself to be present with it and say, right, has that happened? No, there's clearly some inner work that needs to be done there. So I'm gonna go back and do that inner work. And like I said, I've got so much content on inner child work as well on here, the podcast, YouTube, and my blog as well. So you can have a little look at those if you want to dive into that. But trace it back, trace it back to your childhood. When was the first time that you were taught that you had to work hard to receive good things in life? And again, that's not to say that everything in your life will be easy because yeah, you wouldn't learn anything and you wouldn't evolve. But some things don't 
have to be hard and don't make it worse upon yourself. And like I said, lower your vibes, your vibration out of fear because that is the self-sabotaging energy. So do that inner work. And it's a proud place to sit as well. You know, I'm sure George can agree with me of being sat here and realising that as I do less, I am attracting more and I'm not worried about it. I don't have those thoughts anymore. And I'm like, this feels really good. So you can have that too. Absolutely, you can have that too, but it's your choice. You have to choose it, remember. And hopefully this podcast has sparked a little bit of inspiration for you today to go away and have those conversations with yourself and your inner child and start to heal that way so things can flow with ease and grace. So thank you so much, guys, for listening to this week's podcast episode. I really hope it has served you and given you some good food for thought to walk forwards with. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all your views and likes. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget to also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. And of course, I will see you next week for my next podcast episode. Sending you lots of love, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.